This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. I'm on the phone with Jiri of JZT Kombucha, who we are located in Prague in the Czech Republic. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing today? Hey, Ian. First of all, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, I'm doing good. What about you? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. It's you know September. We're getting into the the fall or the autumn season. Um, how's the weather in Prague? Is it getting uh, it's still hot or is it getting cooler now? You're in September. No, 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 no. It's pretty cold right now. Uh, it's about six degrees Celsius. So um, yeah, I took out my winter jacket. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, let's, let's jump in because I, I saw on your website, which is all in Czech, but uh, using Google Translate, I was able to see that you started this company a couple of years ago, um, looks like about 2020, with two friends. And I think you said they were Jundenek and Tom. Um, what's, how did you three of you decide to start a business together in, around kombucha? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's three of us, and we've known each other for, well, many years, like 12 years now. Uh, we met uh, in elementary school, and yeah, basically, when we traveled, uh, we used to we used to find amazing kombuchas in the U.S., in Canada, in in the U.K. And when we came back, uh, there was nothing similar to it in Czech Republic. No one was doing raw, unpasteurized fresh, good-tasting kombucha here. So we started making our own at home, and after a couple of months, maybe six months, uh, we realized that we, we are pretty good at it, and it tastes great. And uh, yeah, we kind of one morning, we decided that we should try to sell our kombucha. We were still uh, attending college, so it, was, it started as a side project, and yeah, it's grown into some something much bigger now. Well, yeah, I've seen on Instagram, it looks like you have a full operation. You, you sell it in bottles. You have a bottling line. Um, tell me about the stages. So at home, you were just in the kitchen. Like I make it, my own home brew. I've made it for 12 years. Um, and that's how many people started. The famous story of G.T. Dave in his mother's kitchen when he was a teenager let's start where where are you now what size uh, operation what how many liters or gallons and what kind of equipment do you have in your brewery right now to make kombucha right now we are located in Prague we moved from kind of like periphery or West Czech Republic where we, we were born but we uh, of course studied in the capital and most of our business was happening here so we were looking uh, for almost a whole year. So after our first question uh, for our new uh, new brewery, uh, we brewed our kombucha for, for the first year uh, at our home, basically. <laughs> and now uh, we produce about uh, 2,000 liters of kombucha each month. Uh, we sell it in 320 milliliter bottles, glass bottles. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Well, do you, our, do you use, what, what kind of fermentation vessels do you use? Like a, one big one or a number of small ones, or how does the primary fermentation yeah. happen? 
primary fermentation is happening in stainless steel uh, large tanks. Basically, uh, you have 1,000 liter tanks. Okay, 1,000 liter tanks. Is that what you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and when you were brewing at home, that's one scale. Obviously, you're boiling the water on the kitchen stove and so on. Were the three of you, what kind of research did you need to do to begin the commercial scale? Did you have anybody who advised you? Did you go and visit other kombucha companies? Did you call people? Or was it all from in, looking on the Internet and reading books? Yeah, uh, to scale up, most of our information came from YouTube, uh, Googling, reading some books, some uh, research papers, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. Pretty early on, we uh, we got together with some other brewers in, in the Czech Republic, and we talked about basically not the technical stuff, because everyone is kind of like, it's your trade secret, how you make your kombucha, but... Uh, stuff about retail and legal stuff. So basically, it was a mixture of, of sources, but the internet was the main one. Okay, and then you, so that gave you the knowledge you needed. I know I, on Booch News, I found, I posted information about any number of videos that are out there. And then when you were going into the business, was it easy to find the, the building the, where you, Establish the brewery was is that difficult or was that easy? Yeah, finding a place for our brewery was quite a difficult task, uh, as we wanted it right here in Prague. Uh, the situation on the market is pretty brutal. Uh, the prices are skyrocketing, and uh, there. Are like kombucha brewery is pretty specific space. You need uh, specific things in there, specific layout, and we didn't, we still don't have like a huge capital behind us. We didn't have any investors. We, uh, yeah, we, sca we scaled pretty slowly, just what our company makes. We invested right back. Uh, so yeah, uh, it took us basically a whole year to find the perfect space. Uh, it's a bit smaller than we initially wanted, uh, but we reorganized our brewing process and we made it work and now I feel like we could even mm, produce like 100% more kombucha in there so we are going to stay there for some time. That's great. I, I was going to ask you, you, you mentioned just then, I was going to ask you about how you pulled together the money but it, it sounds like the three of you funded it from your own resources, right? You didn't bring in any, you didn't go to a bank or bring in any other investors. No, 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 exactly. Uh, it's from our own money. Uh, we actually got some, uh, a few investors were, were interested in us, uh, but it never worked out for us. We, uh, basically, we are pretty stubborn, and we decided we want to do it on our own. Uh, so mm -hmm. in the future, uh, we, have some, we have our eyes on some new equipment, so we may take out a loan but not an investor for now. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears a minute because you said when you uh, came back from touring the U.S., Canada, and Britain where you found kombucha. I mean, I live in California where 
we have kombucha in pretty much every supermarket now as well as the health food stores. But what the reception, how, how is the market in Czech Republic and in Prague? Do you, uh, how, how do you find outlets to sell? I mean, how do you educate people? What kind of steps have you taken for distribution and sale? Yeah, uh, it's changing very quickly. Uh, three years ago when we, or two and a half years, years ago when we started, uh, the kombucha was very, very little known beverage. Uh, so in the beginning we uh, started to sell at farmer's markets because the way we saw it was that we can talk to people, explain them what kombucha is, explain them the difference uh, between our kombucha and kombucha that was already here available, uh, which was, by the way, uh, in one, one and a half liter pet bottles, uh, pasteurized with two-year shelf life and not very good taste. Uh, and price for our 0.3 liter bottle was as much as the one and a half liters of that kombucha, so we had uh, some explaining to do. So we started doing the farmer's market and it, it was amazing. Uh, people started to come back every week uh, and we still do it. Uh, we still do it now. We go to farmer's market because uh, it's not our strongest outlet, but we love to talk, talk to our customers, uh, bring them some new flavors we are working on before we put them on the shelves of stores. Uh, that's amazing feedback for us. Uh, and we, we've seen a huge progress in the, in the last two years of, of recognition of kombucha. In the beginning, people were asking what kombucha is. And basically, now when, when we meet new people in the farmer's market, they ask, uh, like, which brand of kombucha are we and what flavors do we have? So it's, it's growing pretty fast, the market. Um. And what, what do you think caused that growth? Is it because more people have traveled to countries like UK or whenever Germany where it's available? Or is it something that just came known through social media? I mean, why would people know about kombucha? Or, or I, I, actually, uh, the other thing on Booch News on my worldwide directory, I list seven companies, including you. So in the last, since you started, have there been more new companies coming into the market as well as you in Prague and elsewhere in Czech Republic? Yeah, it's a, it's a mixture of things. Uh, basically, as you said, people are traveling. Uh, they find kombucha abroad, and when they come back, they are looking for, for kombucha here. Uh, we hear that a lot. Uh, that's actually a big thing. Uh, then, actually, since we started, I'd say four or five uh, kombucha companies uh, started their business. So for a Czech market, that's, that's a lot, uh, I'd say. So they are doing their marketing, their PR, and obviously now in the time of social media and your Facebook, Instagram campaigns, people, people see it online. And when they meet us, for example, at the farmer's markets, they, they want to try it. So we also get people that are, oh, we heard about kombucha, we'd love to try it, and can we taste it? And it was a big part of it, yeah. Yeah, and, and so you do have outlets in stores for your bottles. Um, 
how many is that like what kind of stores is it the any major chains any multiple outlets or is it the smaller grocery stores or health food stores what kind of market do you have there yeah uh we are not in any uh huge chains in, in the Czech Republic because still uh, I feel like we are a few years uh, uh, there is still few years left uh, before kombucha is more known and accepted by by huge chains in Czech Republic so we started in small health stores uh, vegan stores uh, we even we started to deliver to cafes and restaurants because we feel like our kombucha is amazing with food, uh, so mm. it's a great match. So I'd say we are 50-50 with stores, small stores, and cafes and restaurants on the other hand. Yeah. 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 Well, so that's great. It sounds like you, and together with the other growing companies, obviously I don't know what the population of the Czech Republic is, but you've got many millions of potential people to meet at the farmers markets who haven't tried your kombucha yet and uh, the fact you have raw and pasteurized kombucha is obviously you're going to be a little pricier than the pasteurized varieties but it's like anything like wine or beer you've got to pay a little more for the premier product and thinking back on the last two years and what have been the biggest challenges if you had to pick maybe one or two things that you really if you know now what you knew, if you knew then what you know now, would you have done anything differently? I think we got pretty lucky. Uh, obviously, we <laughs> did some errors uh, scaling the kombucha up. We had to pour a few very large batches <laughs> because uh, mm. they didn't taste as we would like them to taste. Uh, but I'd say that for us here in Europe, in the Czech Republic, the biggest challenge is, is coming up now uh, because of the conflict that's happening in Ukraine. Uh, there, mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, factories that produced uh, glass bottles. So mm-hmm. that's a problem for us, uh, because first, because of the war, and second, uh, there is shortage of gas in the, in the Czech Republic or in the whole Europe because Russia is the biggest supplier and glass manufacturers are using gas as their uh, yeah to power their furnaces so actually uh, last week I, I wanted to put in our regular order for glasses and uh, for bottles and they, they told me that they stopped producing them for now and maybe if everything's okay next month they will produce them but this is probably our biggest challenge yet and of course the prices of the glass is skyrocketing so even if it's going to be available it's going to be much more expensive for us yeah I, I was in Portugal and Spain earlier this year and I heard exactly the same thing that they Ukraine conflict glass production kind of come to a halt is there any options for you have you thought of like the, the cafes uh, putting small kegs in them so they can sell it in, in instead of the glass they can pour it into into glasses for the customers cups in the cafe from a keg yes yes we'd love to do that uh, we already do that in farmers markets we have our own table with 
tap kombucha. So every week we have a different flavor of kombucha on tap. Uh, so people can uh, bring their own glass bottles or we have uh, compostable cups there. So they can just drink kombucha while shopping uh, at the market. Uh, so certainly that's one option we have in mind uh, if, if the glass bottles uh, don't work out. We'll see in a month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other option, some companies, it's not as, it, most kombucha is sold in glass, I know, but some companies are moving to cans. And, and there are, you know, acceptance there. That we did an article in the Symbiosis magazine on the pluses and minuses of cans versus bottles. And um, it's a different, you know, you have to buy the aluminum cans and seal them, but you, you can start small that way. If, if glass completely becomes unavailable because of the Ukraine situation. Um, well, it's been great talking with you. What I'd like to just get your final words on is where, where do you plan to go? What do you see the, your business doing in, say, a year from now or even 10 years from now? What's your dream for uh, JZT Kombucha? Well, obviously, our dream is that uh, we create a great market here in Chicago for kombucha. We take a huge chunk of sodas and uh, other sweet drinks, uh, their share of the market, because, uh, yeah, kombucha is not only delicious, but it's, as, as you know, as everyone here knows, probably it's very healthy. So uh, we'd like for people to know about it and not just for our benefit, even if they buy it from our other competitors, competitors here on the market. In Czech Republic, uh, we'd like to, yeah, we'd like for them to, to know it. And uh, of course, we are looking for expanding abroad throughout Europe. That's, that's also one of our dreams. And we'd love to have kombucha bar here in Prague in some nice location with several uh, flavors on tap and some food as well. Well, that's great to hear. And uh, again, I mentioned Symbiosis magazine that I also edit for Kombucha Brewers International. We have an edition coming out this month. Well, it'll be out on October 1st, which has uh, a taproom guide for all of the taprooms we know, all the bars we know in the in the world. Yeah. So hopefully next year we'll be able to add JZT. If you can open a tap room by this time next year, we'll look forward to listing you. Well, Jerry, it's been great talking with you. I wish you good luck with your partners growing your new company and uh, introducing kombucha throughout uh, Europe as well. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.